time is like money in that if it's not directed, then it'll direct you. Most people struggle with taking control of their time because all of the demands that are placed on us. We're coworkers, we're parents, we're spouses, bosses, and much more. This episode is to give you a little window into how you may be able to take control over your time in the same way that you can take control over your money. So the big question is this, how do veterinarians like you, who live demanding lives, who never seem to have enough time, able to achieve balance and take control of your finances with confidence? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors, and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast. Hey, Smarter Vets, this is CJ Burnett and Tom Seco. We're financial advisors that work with veterinarians across the United States, owners of the Florida Veterinary Advisors, and the hosts of this amazing podcast, the Smarter Vet Podcast. Our mission is to reduce financial stress from the veterinary community by providing them the next step in their plan. If you have not checked out our five-part video course yet, you definitely need to go take a look at it. It is something that CJ and I have spent so much time to create for all of you, and it is no cost. Uh, you can go take a look at it in our description if you want to get access to it. Uh, and if you're not interested in doing that right now, we have a lot of other great resources available on our website, such as financial CEs, assessments, videos, articles. Again, that I say there is no cost to any of them. So you can go there and go listen to all of them and get so engaged in finances if you really want to. Uh, you can go there by visiting flvetadvisors.com. And in the show notes, I'll make sure I include a link to the five-part video course. So real quick, ask yourself a question. Are you one of those people who always talks about wanting to do something differently, but then never seem to really like do it differently? I used to be like that, I don't know, so many years ago. <laughs> I used to always be like, I want to do it different. I'm going to do it different. I'm going to make my life different tomorrow. And then tomorrow happens and then the next day happens and then it's hard to not do something right because it's kind of like trying to think of not an elephant like you just can't do it. like i think replacement uh that what's that i think craig craig groeschel talks about like replacement uh therapy of like you, you can't just not do something you have to replace what you do not want to do with something that you do want to do and it is in the positivity of that, like, like by replacing it, then now your brain will think differently and you'll, you'll change habits. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, it's fascinating when you even think about that too, or uh, I've been reading something lately about motivation and motivation is not something you can really make people get people already are motivated inside. And it's really just to be able to pull that motivation out to get you really excited about like, this is important to me. And I really want to go yeah. for it. There's a whole TED talk about how like motivation doesn't work or something like that. Right. And it's yeah, not that it's, it's not that it doesn't work, but it's that, you know, there's something intrinsic that you have to figure out what motivates you. Mm -hmm. um, I believe I have to, I have to rewatch well, that. It, TED it's talk. really, it's around the, the idea of like, Hey, you know, you can't really motivate someone. They're already motivated. You just got to pull it out of them of like what really motivates them in the first place. And then once they see it, then now they can take it and they can run with it. So you're like the coach. You're like the, I need to get it out of there. So if you don't have anyone doing it, then you got to be your own coach. <laughs> how how do funny. I get motivated? It's, and it's funny how a lot of people are probably listening to this going like, yeah, like I, that, that kind of applies to me, but maybe it doesn't necessarily should be something that you think about yourself, but you should be thinking about how you do for, what you do for others, right? Your coworkers, the people that you, that are maybe working beneath you inside the organization, even the people that are above you in the organization, like if, if, cause if you're trying to accomplish anything that requires other people to be involved, 
then you got to kind of understand like, how do you motivate people? Right. Mm-hmm. How do you motivate yourself? How do you motivate people? What really drives you and, and drives them? Right. We, we find so many times people are really dreaming about wanting to change or implement something into their life. And, you know, we really want to spend a lot of time today talking about being more intentional and how do we create more control over that? And some people have heard about this from us. If you're the first time listening to our podcast, uh, we, we actually create themes for ourselves, which is like the foundation for everything per year. Yeah. Each year, each year we create a theme, like our team has a theme. Uh, we have a theme. Um, I think we have personal themes for like, you know, maybe our families, like there's a bunch of different stuff that's out there. And the CJ, like what has been a big motivator for us to have a theme? Like what, what would you say it would be on your side? Well, first of all, if you're going to change any kind of habit behavior or modify how you manage your time, you got to make it simple. Right. And I find like in a theme or a word or a statement, even just something like a quick statement that you can constantly go back to no matter what situation you're in, no matter um, what your uh, what your real motivation is to getting things done is like you really, you know, I think every year right around November, there's usually some sort of sermon that I hear, TED talk that I hear, whatever that makes me go, Hmm, what am I going, what is next year going to really look like? Right. One November is nice to always reflect right around Thanksgiving. Cause you think like, okay, what are you thankful for? Right. You reflect over the year, you start really thinking about um, what has happened over the last few months and whether or not you stuck to the theme. Right. And I think, I think, and to give some examples uh, my theme, I think last year, well, no, I don't think it was last year. I know what it was last year. It was abide, right. It was, you know, really, uh, you know, my faith is a big cornerstone of everything that I do. So, you know, how do I abide in Christ? And then abiding in Christ should filter through to all of the things on how I love on people, how I serve my community, how I serve my clients, right? There's all this, like that one thing should permeate into everything that I'm doing. And then this year, my theme is lean in, lean in, like whether I'm like, no matter who I'm talking to, no matter what I'm doing, I'm leaning in, I'm fully engaged, right? I'm staying present always. And Tom, I know yours this year is adapt. Yep. It's, it's important to keep in mind with all of this theme. Of course, people will sometimes be like, well, is this something that new that I want to implement in my life? Uh, it could be something that you're already actively doing or have been doing in your life. However, you want to put more attention on it. It's something that you want to constantly improve. And yeah, I was thinking very diligently over, over the holiday time. And I was thinking like, what would be a good theme for myself? And, and last year it was joy. Uh, and then this year it's adapt and it's, you know, I want to be more adaptable in so many different circumstances and not fight things. I want to be able to be more flexible. And I'm sure there's some of you who are listening right now can definitely connect with that of like, Hey, change or things that are happening in your life. So violently, they're like, things change. Like the only thing that I know is certain in life, life does change (laughs) and being able to adapt is something like, Hey, you need to be able to do that. And, you know, something else that we've even integrated as a team, I think is important, even injected here is that communication is something that, you know, people talk about and all, all day long, it's like people talk about communication and, you know, we find it very important between our team, between our clients, the people that we work with of, how do we improve our day-to-day communication with people? So we've made that as an overlying theme of saying like, hey, we need to make sure that 
We over communicate with people. We are constantly letting them know that we're there. We don't leave them hanging. Um, and it's, it gives us something to focus on. And I think that's incredible for this year for our team. Now, when you create themes for the business or for people individually, it can be sometimes hard to keep it in front of you because you go to the office, you, you, you're running and gunning, you're in and out of meetings. It can be hard to go, okay, like, what is my theme? Now, at the office, we actually have printouts that we put on our desk because our desk is something that we're all, always at. If you've got a printout on your desk, you're, you're really seeing it every day. Find somewhere where you see every day, even if it's in your car. Maybe, maybe it's on that screen that you have in your car, right? When it, where you change the, the radio every, every day. Maybe there's something you should put there, a sticky note or some sort of sign. Or maybe it's, I, I don't know, whatever you can, do whatever you can to put a sign somewhere. It's on your mirror, in your bathroom, wherever that you're going to see it consistently multiple something. times a day. Like not even just on the, the mirror or anything else, but you can also, I'm sure you check your phone all the time. I check yeah. my phone religiously. It's, it's insane. Like I, even Apple now has a thing where it tells you how many times you've picked up your phone throughout the day. If you look at the stats, it's nuts. Yeah, I don't look at those stats. I, those <laughs> stats. I mm -mm, Nope. Yeah. So you can basically like create like an image and make it your background. I'm sure maybe you all have like lovely photos of your family or animals or whatever the case is. Maybe for a little time period, you make that part of your background and then it's always in front of you. I know whenever we do Zoom meetings, we, uh, we have that word as a filter. So it's an overlay over our videos. So even the people that are around us know that what our theme is for the year. And sometimes I know Tom and I, we have staff and we can hold each other accountable to that, right? Like Tom, Tom in the middle of a meeting, we'll go, CJ, you're not leaning in. Yeah. <laughs> like, you look distracted. You're not engaged. You're not leaning in, right? He well, can remind me of my own and kind of hold me accountable in a positive way. What's so interesting about with the Zoom filters too is that they don't automatically get on there every meeting. So you have to like go in there yeah, and actually turn it on. So it's like even another, <laughs> another well, hopefully step. One day they'll to fix that. Hopefully, hopefully they'll fix that soon. Hopefully. So. And, the, and the biggest thing that we want you to get behind this is just being intentional about what you do. Um, John C. Maxwell is someone that we, I, I, I love a lot about. He is, thinks about intentional living. And really the theme is to be able to create that idea. And if you don't control the day, the day will control you. And we really want to be able to change that thought behind it uh, because we all procrastinate at times, especially when we're unsure what the next step is. We think it's going to take a humongous amount of time. So we, we can make things really simple. That can really be able to change the perspective in the way that we look at accomplishing the things we want to do. So I want to take a moment here and plug into this episode and you know, do you want to become, let's say, more intentional about your finances? Is this something that you've been thinking about for a while, or maybe you're still looking for that next step? Uh, we created a five-part video course to help you get more control and be more intentional about how you're creating and maintaining habits within your finances. This course is no cost to you, and each video provides valuable information that could give your finances a boost. Watch now by visiting series.flvetadvisors.com, or you can find the link in the description of this podcast. Now, our experience with time, I think, is much like everybody else's. If you're not careful, it'll evaporate, like the weekend, <laughs> right? How it's many gone. times have how many times have you been so busy on the weekend that you like Monday morning comes around and you're like, oh, I didn't get groceries. And if you're so busy that survival is really the definition of success at the end of the day for you, if you get to the end of the day and you're exhausted and you're like, Hey, at least I made it through a day. That's a sign 
that you're not really controlling the time that's in your day. Now, there are some days you're going to have like that. Like I, I know I have them even to this day there. It, I, you can't contr take control of every day, but we can at least try our best to always hit the reset button for the following day to make sure that we're not always just trying to put out fires and always working from, Oh, that's right. I have to do that. And Oh, that's right. I need to leave now because I'm, I'm actually 15 minutes late to that appointment or whatever. Right. We want to try to get ahead of ourselves when it comes to our time and when it comes to how we spend it, because you only get 168 hours in the week, whether you make a dollar a year or whether you make a trillion dollars a year, like, you know, our boy, Jeff Bezos, you have the same amount of time no matter who you are. Well, and something I just want to inject in here is another way to think it's this control perspective. If day by day seems like a lot to you and it's a big mountain to climb, why don't you look at it minute by minute, like moment by moment that you're in throughout the day and just say, how can I take more control over what's in front of me? Uh, and I, I do know that one thing that we can control throughout our day is the way our perspective and the way that we view each thing. And I've always like, I love the whole thought process. If you've ever heard of this before, instead of saying, I have to do this, I get to do it and really reminding yourself and being present in a lot of the stuff that you're doing throughout the day. So like, if that's, if you struggle with the day by day, that can even help break it down a little bit more for you moment by moment. It's kind of like uh, when, what was that guy who was like, oh, you lost your job. Good time to get a better one. Right. Like he, like, it was like his, his, his thought process was always like when something bad happens then it's okay. It's good because there's something that's going to be better. And I think he said it good every yeah, yeah. time. <laughs> it was real. It was real. Like, uh, I'm from the Marines. Yeah. Yeah. Attitude. Good. Yeah. Right? For, for everyone listening, Hey, look, we're not going to be that. Well, we'll be like, okay, good, good. We'll, we'll be a little bit more pleasant. <laughs> you broke your arm. Good. Time to get a stronger one. Like yeah. what? Like that doesn't even, huh? <laughs> like lost it prosthetic right whoa whoa hold on yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, he, he went a little far in that in that video i think with a couple things where i was like i don't know if that's that's good but sure right it's but it's, i think it's the the thought process behind it that he's getting at right budgets are not just for money they can also be for time i know i myself create time budgets every day right i look at i look at the list of stuff that i have to do I look at the hours that are in the day and I go, when am I going to do something? Where can I put this? Where can I put that? It's not always right. Like sometimes you set a budget for like an hour for something and like six hours later, you're like, well, that didn't work. Like it's, that's going to happen. But I think it's good to a certain degree. If you want to take control over the time that you have, then you've got a, you've got a budget. Absolutely. The budgeting your time is super incredibly important because you know, when you don't, again, if you don't control the day, the day is going to control you. And when you can really concentrate on that, they can really be able to help you hone in on how do I make my theme work for me? And a lot of this really focuses around your goals too during the day. Like, what are you trying to accomplish? And smart, our, our SmarterVet community, uh, which we've actually kind of, you know, borrowed this from one of our good friends out there that we, we admire so much. Uh, his name is Michael Hyatt. Is the, he's not well, actually a friend, but but we, we, we just, <laughs> he's, he's a friend from afar. We we buy his stuff, so <laughs> we buy we buy his stuff. That's, that's how much of a friend he is. Yeah. Yes, we have a filter when it comes to a smarter goal. I don't know if you've ever heard of this before. There's different variations. We love this one the most because it just it creates more like credence to it. it more like it, I feel like it, you can be able to connect with it. And really, what a smarter goal is, you got to be very specific in what you want to do. You can measure it. You can create some action behind it. It's actionable. Uh, it has risk to it because usually when you create a goal and it's so easy to accomplish, usually there's not enough like 
I don't know, people just do it and they're like, cool, awesome, it's done. So when it's risky, it makes it really exciting. There's a time period on it, it's time bound, exciting, and it's relevant to what matters to you. So specific, measurable, actionable, risky, time bound, exciting, and relevant. That's amazing. Well, and the, I like the ER at the end because people talk about smart goals, but I like the exciting mm-hmm. and relevant piece the most. We create a goal for ourselves and we go, why, why do I have that? What, what makes that relevant? And we go, huh? because my friend did it. <laughs> yep. That, I don't think that's relevant enough, right? Or, you know, well, because someone told me I have to do it. That's yep. not going to be relevant nor exciting for you if you're just like, yeah, I have to do it. I mean, I, I don't know about you, Tom, but I mean, I don't get that excited about something when people tell me I have to do it. No. I mean, so it's like, I mean, even like with my daughter, just to plug this in here, I feel like, you know, today we've been doing this whole thing with trying to feed her. And like, she gets really mad at times when you try to feed her, she wants to feed herself. So it's like that whole thing of control of like, if I tell her she needs to eat and I try to give it to her, she gets mad at me. (laughs) So then it's like, if I'm like, Hey, here it is, you do what you need to do. And I'm sure we all like, as we get older, I don't think it changes like it constantly. (laughs) So, right. Yeah. No, my, my 14 year old daughter is not. mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. She, sometimes I just go, okay, if you don't want to eat right now, you know, you know, and then later yeah. she, she'll, it's your, she'll it's your choice, right? It's your choice. Hey, you're not, you're not hungry. Like, cool. So, so let's talk about the two types of goals that are out there. So you've got what we call achievement and habit goals, goals. Everyone has goals. I actually have a sign in my room that says what's life without goals. Cause I'm a big soccer fan, but it has no correlation to this, but uh, <laughs> achievement and habit goals are what the two different things when you're looking at these goals that you're creating. And, you know, one thing is the habit is something that's ongoing achievement is kind of something you do and it's done. And one thing is when you want to create a habit goal, there's a few things you want to focus on. What are those things, CJ? The anatomy of a habit, which I will refer to the power of habit, the book by Charles Duhigg is that every habit has three parts to it. You have a trigger, you have the action, and then you have a reward. You have to have a trigger. You have to have something that like reminds you to do it. You have to have the action, and then you have a reward. So example, because I've, I've got a really funny and good one. Well, maybe not so much funny. I don't know. There's these, it's like whenever I work out, I got these shoes, these specific shoes that have like toes in them. You've seen them, right? They look like, they look like, anim- like I look like I have an animal. They're really funky looking i don't They're know really funky i always they, see yeah. when people wear them i'm like are you yeah, walking no, around barefooted <laughs> my, my wife banned me from wearing them outside the house so like i'm allowed to i'm allowed to work out in the garage with them and if i go to the gym i'm allowed to wear them but she says i am not allowed to wear them anytime i go out anywhere else so probably wouldn't i probably wouldn't anyway but these shoes are really funky looking right they have toe like they go in between my toes and there's these socks that i have to wear that are like toe socks What's funny about the toe socks is that whenever I wake up in the morning and I put on socks, I have to decide, am I going to be putting on the socks that I wear with my sneakers or my toe socks? If I put on my toe socks, it literally triggers in my brain. I've noticed this. It literally triggers in my brain that I've got to work out today. Like it almost, and at the end of the day, if I take off my shoes and I still have these socks on and, the, and I see the toes at the end of the day, I, I literally have a reminder that I didn't work out. That, is, that has been a trigger for me, right? Then you have the actions working out. And then the reward, we all know, I've talked about this before, Greek yogurt. I mean, Greek yogurt, the Greek yogurt with a lot of fat in it. Like that's my reward, right? If I, if I work out, then that day I'm allowed to have Greek yogurt afterwards. What's so interesting about that reward factor too, just even hitting on that a reward doesn't have to be anything big. It's more right. of just delaying something that you want that you'd probably just go do without really thinking much about. And then you make that part of like, Hey, this is what I'm going to go get now because I accomplished this. It's something you really want. You really enjoy and when you have a goal, when you think of a goal, ask yourself the five whys. 
Why do I want this? Because of this. Why do I want this? Because of this. Dig down deep to really understand why, 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 why. If you have this goal, try to figure out what the source of that goal is, because it might actually not be that relevant or exciting to you when you, when you really dig down deep. And then you can just throw the goal away and find something else. Yeah, absolutely. John Maxwell says experience without reflection is useless. This requires time. It requires rest and relaxation to clear your mind and really be able to think, what have you done? If you have goals and you haven't accomplished them, reflect why and, and really diagnose why maybe it's not that important to you, or maybe the season was wrong. So what is your 2022 theme? What is your theme? Do you have one? What does it look like? Mm-hmm. It should be a statement. Yep. I like using words because they're simple, but if a statement works for you, then create it. So just make sure to write it down though, too, because there's so many people that like, they think about it, but then, you know, life gets ahead of us. And if you don't have it written down somewhere, very easy to forget, you know, life happens, right? And, and tell a friend that, you know, is going to hold you accountable, right? Because we all have those friends that aren't going to hold us accountable. They're usually the ones that, you know, are bad influences, right? That we probably yes. should, we like to hang out because they're fun, but um, so, you know, don't, don't tell the one that don't tell that friend. Tell the friend that you know is going to hold you accountable and really remind you, right? Absolutely. And so if, if this is the first time you're listening or if you're one of our frequent listeners, look, we really need your help. Uh, this podcast is something that we pour a lot of time, energy, and love into for all of you who listen. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to review us, rate us. We'd love to hear from you. It really helps a lot of other people see about the podcast. Or if you don't listen on Apple, if you can go to our Facebook page, Smarter Vet Podcast, and go write some love on there. Uh, and if you've got some subjects or things you want us to chat through or discuss, and you're like, hey, how what would you guys say about this? Go to our website and fill out our contact form. Uh, we'd be happy to chat about it. This is CJ Burnett. And I'm Tom Seco. Wishing you a lifetime of financial success. Don't forget to visit our website and sign up for our newsletter. By subscribing, you'll be the first to know about upcoming race-approved CE webinars, podcast releases, short presentations, and articles that we publish. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. CJ Burnett and Tom Seco are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, and financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. CJ Burnett's and Tom Seco's California licenses are 0K79676 and 0K80141, respectively. Security products and advisory services are offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, a registered broker-dealer, investment advisor, member of FINRA and the SIPC, and a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Florida Venture Advisors is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. This podcast is for information purposes only guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Florida Veterinary Advisors, and opinions stated are their own. 2023-163082 expires October 2025.